Chilly Wednesday in Johannesburg, and this is the football show, a show about football, FIFA, FIFA corruption, FIFA arrests, FIFA resignations, FIFA bribes, FIFA investigations, FIFA scams, FIFA elections, SAFA letters, and swag. Swag. Now, rumor has it she once offered Septic Bladder a 120 million rand bribe to make yellow the official color for the FIFA logo. In public, she tells people she failed dismally. But is it a coincidence that Zakumi was yellow or that the FIFA logo has traces of yellow on it? We don't know. All we know is that she is your host, your referee, the godmother of all things yellow. That would be me, Nandi Shabalala. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Now, some say that in 2010, he bumped into the disgraced former FIFA vice president, Jack Warner, at the Lollipop Lounge strip club. And they immediately struck up a lifelong friendship because of their shared passion for strippers, interracial porn, and good governance. And that until just last Friday, they exchanged emails on the changing face of the adult entertainment industry vis-a-vis changing attitudes on transgender exotic dances and so forth all we know is he is our very own boring god comrade yes 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 thank you others say that he once slid into septic bladder's dms and used his insanely superior legal knowledge to warn the now disgraced and soon-to-be former fifa president of the consequences of bribery corruption corporate malfeasance and full frontal nudes and that it was his dossier of twitter new dms of septic bladders concubines finally led to the former's resignation last night all we know is he is the erstwhile god of the dm lounge the one and only durag jesus but we have just been informed that he will not be available as he has been summoned by fifa's ethics committee to assist their legal team Moving on, some say that in 2010, after the World Cup, during his annual vacation in the Bahamas, he met the incumbent FIFA Secretary General, Jerome Falker, while playing a friendly game of lacrosse. And that was it, really. They met. (laughs) All we know is he's the only man to ever say your mother to three other black men, and he's alive to tell the story. (laughs) The God, Theo Mojo. Theo! Theo! I'm still alive. I don't know how, but it happened. <laughs> bribes. The power bribes. of Theo Mojo. <laughs> the power of bribes. Some say that when Andrew Jennings was conducting research on his critically acclaimed expose of FIFA corruption called Foul, he consulted extensively with this esteemed member of the football show, and that during his numerous trips to New York City, like the true hipster he is, he brought back the cool factor in dog walking, having been spotted many times in Central Park while walking Chuck Blazer's poodles. We are also <laughs> reliably informed that Chuck Blazer's second penthouse apartment at the Trump Towers was solely reserved for this man, the principal dog walker, and not for the dogs, as erroneously reported by the international media. All we know is he's our in-house hipster, the guard, Jean Matthews. Flourish. <laughs> Flourish. 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 Now, later on, we'll be joined in the show by the smartest man in football and all things FIFA. This university's very own Dr. Chris McMichaels will Skype through to us. He did his PhD on FIFA corruption and malfeasance. We'll also be joined by Nike Football's Africa, Nike Football Africa's Head of Communications, Ms. Saruska Naidu. Now it's time for our ground rules brought to you by Comrade Question. Yes, yes, thank you very much. Now, um, I mean, it's really all about FIFA right now, so I'm going to have ground rules about FIFA. Okay, we listen. First and foremost, FIFA is an upstanding ethical organization. Here at the Football Show, we've long since admired their resoluteness in the face of adversity. And the manner in which, uh, you know, they've been a flag bearer of fraud, unrivaled excessive accumulation, <laughs> corporate malfeasance, and greed that would put Wall Street to shame. FIFA, we love you. And we thank you for showing dictators, CEOs, CFOs, and despots alike how to steal money. Can I get an amen? Yes! Amen. Thank you. Yes, thank yes, you, yes, FIFA. Yes. Secondly, we want to say to Septic Bladder, there is only one Teflon Don in the world. And his name is Jacob Gelechegisazuma. <laughs> 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 Can you sing Ghana? Ghana. 
And obviously, our new favorite word is malfeasance. <laughs> We've used it three times We've already. Used it three on the times show. already. What a word! Only what only does one Teflon even Don? mean? There's only but who else is a Teflon Don, bro? Nah, bro. He's also a Teflon Don, actually. He's, he's, he's a wolf. We're actually yeah. going to get to all We're gonna that We're going to get to later. all that, actually. Right. Before wolf. we carry on, there's a message here on our WeChat account from Sonia Doe, and she says, fact, the football show is the best football show in the history of mankind. Yes! 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 That is, that is only yes! fact. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Only factual. Factual. The interwebs using the hashtag the football show, or you can comment on our Facebook page, the football show. Remember, football is spelt with a ph. You can also email us at the football show at cliffcentral.com or call on 0861 555 Now, it's time for the kickoff. Let's talk about the results all over the world, starting with the Copa del Rey. Barcelona beat Athletic Bilbao 3 1 in the final. And what does this mean for any possibilities of a treble? Done and dusted. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be Barca's season. They're gonna yeah. win the treble. I don't think Juve have anything that they can put up against that that trident of Messi, uh-huh. Neymar, Suarez. Oh my! God. It's Italian doping versus Spanish doping, and True. we know that the Spanish have been doping so well for the past ten years. Yeah. How do you win like Euros two thousand eight? You win the World Cup, then you win Euros again. It's just doping in their midgets. Yeah. So, guys, is Enrique good or is it just Messi? He's got Messi. Yeah, Messi. I think I think Enrique without Messi would be a decent side. He'd be a decent manager, but Messi is just he's something special. Look I at can't him. Even Look at Enrique Celta Vigo, guys. I mean, any manager, I can walk into Barcelona's dressing room right now and play tiki taka and be the best black manager <laughs> of all time. He's yeah. got Messi, bro. He's just a fraud. Fair okay, let's, yeah. let's say Enrique versus Guardiola. Guardiola. No, Guardiola Guardiola wins. Guardiola. Guardiola. Come on, bro. No Please. Enrique's like Sam Allardyce to Guardiola. <laughs> yeah. It's, come wow, on. guys. It's but like, I think, yeah. look, 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 look. I'll say this about him, though. He Give him made, some credit. Yes. He made, he made a couple of tweaks because the style is a bit different. It's a bit more counter-attacking now. But he's, it's still messy. That's pushing them over the top, but he's not. A, you guys are selling him short, man. Nah, bro. Nah, nah, nah. No. You guys nah. Do you know what? He <laughs> was actually going to be out of a job in January. I don't know if you remember that yeah, stomach bug uh, saga with Messi on the bench. Yeah. They lost to to uh, to Real Real Sociedad. You lost to David Moyes. Lost to David Moyes. Oh. We talk yeah. about kicking a man when he's down, and then from then they they've kicked on, and they've only lost three games. The rest of the season Talk okay. Swagless Now staying Staying with Spanish coaches It was just revealed I think this morning actually That Rafa Benitez Is going to take over As Real Madrid coach Now oh, On yeah. a three year contract oh, yeah. Deserving oh, my Guys my what is the big Jesus. deal About Rafa Benitez I mean Does he's, he deserve he's, this he's, gig He's boring He's too I, boring For Real Madrid he, His style he, of football Is too defensive Guys one. He won two titles With Valencia yeah, but that was, yeah. that was about Valencia. 10 years ago, guys. Yeah. No, but look guys. at that Valencia side. It was there, um, uh, when, uh, uh, what's, what's his name? The, the, um, what, Mato, what, Mato was, Mato was there in, no, uh, I don't no, think Mato wasn't there. Was like well, Mato was at Real, uh, Real Madrid at the yeah. time. There was Joaquin at the yes. time. He was playing on the wing. He and was incredible. Yeah. And David, David Villa was, David Villa David was up Villa. front. There was a number of players there and, there's a few defenders as well. I just remember, Canizares, I think, was in goal. Yeah. And they were absolutely amazing. But, I just don't understand. He's, look at what he's done at Napoli. <laughs> and John Matthews makes a good point about his style of coaching. Yeah. Will it actually mesh well with Real Madrid's it's, style of play? Because it's a big deal. If you're going to coach Real Madrid, mm. you have to win in style. And Real Madrid fans want to see beautiful football. Mm. All the, that's why Mourinho even adjusted when he arrived there. Yeah. Like his team was very attacking, scored a lot of goals. Yeah. I don't know if Benitez can do it because... He reverts back into his shell a lot. Benitez is a methodical manager, and that, that's exactly what Mourinho. Benitez for me is like an, a very inferior, but very focused Mourinho. I mean, I remember reading something about uh, Fernando Torres, and you know, he was explaining why he doesn't score goals anymore. Yeah, and he's like, um, Benitez used to tell you where to run and where to be. When the ball is at a certain place, like you need to be 10 meters from the whatever. And he used to tell Lucas Lever that you can't be more than 37 meters from the center circle. Like <laughs> stuff like that. And that I don't know like if you can manage Real Madrid like that because it's a swash. Buckling yeah. kind in, of I mean, kind of attacking in, in style. In the same breath, Benitez does know a lot about Real Madrid. I mean, he played for them many moons ago, and I think he made 247 <laughs> appearances. Yes. Does that does that factor that makes at all? Com- absolutely not. He's a Madridista, yeah. but yeah, he knows I mean, them guys. I mean, he the only thing that he will do is maybe teach his strikers to. 
track back. That's <laughs> that's the that's the that's the only input he can bring. I don't even I don't think he's gonna they're gonna win anything. What did Ryan Babel say yesterday? Um, he said, "Yeah, I'm I'm glad to see Benitez at Real Madrid. I'm sure he's gonna make a few strikers uh, turn a few strikers into defenders." Yes. <laughs> Great Thank job, you, Ryan Babel. Yeah, there was a lot of pain. Yes. A lot of pain in Penita. that team. Yeah, a lot of pain. Okay, moving on. Yeah. DFB Cup final. Wolfsburg beat Borussia Dortmund three one. Was this a fitting um, send off for seven year career at Dortmund for Klopp? Oh, shame. I think you're sorry for Klopp. This season has just been one disaster Dismal. after another. Yeah. I don't know what. I mean, <laughs> no. He just needs to go and take a sabbatical in New York, read some <laughs> books, <laughs> you know, walk some dogs. Go into Brooklyn walk somewhere some dogs and I don't know what, what he needs to do and then just get his mojo back and then go coach Real Madrid when Benitez eventually gets fired. After but one year, obviously. Benitez are, is going to get fired. Are you guys being serious? Is yeah. that what you guys Benitez see? Benitez is going to get no, fired. No, no, no. Is that what you see for Klopp moving on to Real Madrid? Yeah, the I think it's the only you logical. You would have been. My choice, like uh, if I was Real Madrid, I would have gone. And for the him. personnel they have is suited to his like yeah. Gergen press play. It's yes. perfect. I mean, and he loves that flair, that mm. attacking for go out and you know, be yourself and mm. go yeah. do what you do on the pitch. Because because look at the players Real Madrid have. It's basically he can still implement the same tactics, mm. but with elite superior players. players. So yeah. He, yeah. so he can he can basically perfect what he wanted to do at Dortmund, mm. which is which is pre- pretty scary if you think about it. <laughs> yeah. Instead, instead of having like a Rose on on the left, he's got. Ronaldo, mm-hmm. and then instead of having um, Mickey Trent for the yeah, yeah Mickey got, train, train. instead of uh, Sven Bender in the in the uh, in the midfield, he's got you know what Luka Modric, Tony Cruz, Tony Cruz, or Ilari Mendy. Instead of Gundogan, he's got you know Tony. That guy's Gundogan. Don't slander Gundogan. No, he's quality. He's a quality. That's a quality. He's a god. He's just overweight for about six months. If he goes to Man U, we're gonna slander him. Yeah, goes to Man U. Oh really? Okay. And 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 now Wolfsburg beat Dortmund in a. Final three one. Yeah. What what does this say about Wolfsburg? The resurrection. Mm. And let's talk a little bit about De Bruyne. Oh, Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, is, he, is he is he the finished quality? Do you think he's worth? Because I saw Head City are going to go in for thirty million for him, and you know instead of take Zeko, take him to uh, Wolfsburg, yeah. back bring home. in De Bruyne. What do you do you think he's worth this money? And is he is he the real deal? Um, no, I, I I still have to see him in the Champions League. And in La Liga or the Premier League. But what price do you put on Ginger? <laughs> he's, a ginger. <laughs> he's a Ginger. So he's that's, a Ginger. That's 10 million that's off 10 the million. price tag. What, no, what price no, do you put no, on no, a Ginger? Please don't slander Gingers. Um, okay. They yeah. don't have souls. Gingers man. are good people. Yes. Peoples. And, and Lord, Lord Bentner, is he still the greatest striker to ever grace the earth? Lord Bentner. Lord Bentner. He, he won a he goes, title. Right? So wherever he, so he goes. he's still a Lord. Yeah. Wherever he's, he goes, trophies follow, bruh. I mean, look at he went to Juventus, played twelve games, mm-hmm. a combined thirty-two minutes, and they won the Scudetto <laughs> that that season. Yeah. Came back to Arsenal, three games, only scored in the Hull match. What happened? Arsenal got the FA Cup back, and now he's at uh, what is this place now? Wolfsburg. Yeah, they just won the DFB Hoovering Cup. Hoovering up trophies. Eh? Hoovering trophies, bro. Hoover. The, the god, so the th- Danish god. So the DFB Cup final was not the only final that took place. Of course, as Comrade Question mentioned, there was the FA. Cup. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize on coming yeah. questions. I was, yeah. I've been dreading this yeah. the whole week. Too, me too. Oh, me too, I, actually. I oh, yeah. So now man. it's two FA Cups in succession. Comrade question. We will mute you right now, orgasmic. actually. It's two FA Cup oh. wins in uh, succession. Is this the beginning of Wenger Mark IV? Oh. Anyone? I just, I just think that let, let's just say Villa were not up to par. The occasion came was too much for them. I agree. And Arsenal completely... <laughs> completely <laughs> d- destroyed them. I don't even know what the way. It's like North Korean use. type of uh, when they kill you. You know, <laughs> they use, use an RPG into your head. That's how exactly what happened with Villa. I think at Wembley. I think it was terrible. I, I think Tim Shaw, Sherwood got found out a bit. He's here. a fraud because because you know he, if he, I don't know in his mind he is. He's Sachi, he's, but, <laughs> but he's but he's actually Tim Sherwood in real life. <laughs> so, and he dressed in a suit, no gilet this time. Yeah, no gilet. and the problem is, the, I was checking the lineups, the 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 lineup that he had, he wanted to play expensive football in a final with inferior players. <laughs> he, <laughs> tried, he tried playing attacking football. Yes, right? against he, Ar- he, everybody knows against Arsenal, you just play that's a the deep worst block thing you can do, yeah. and then counter attack, mm. and, and you'll you, get them. You, yeah, you'll get them. Even Hull scored two goals yeah. last last, last year. Season, yeah. If he imp- and he had the players in Benteke, mm. a striker who can hold it up. He had quick wide players. Mm. He could have actually done that and given his team a chance. 
But being Tim Sherwood, he wanted to be Tim Guardiola <laughs> <laughs> and and play tiki taka football without the players. Yeah. But he's yeah, he got found out. No, he got found he's out. He's still a god though. And, and let's talk a little bit about Wenger. Do you think it's about to be a wrap for him? Are they on the cusp of Arsenal's yeah. final league? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna win the treble. We're gonna next win the season. treble next season. Yeah. And then he'll, he'll be there's, the there's treble. more yeah. chance of the apocalypse actually happening <laughs> next season. Yeah. And Jesus yeah. coming no, back. No, you were never meet him. I just What Jesus? No, Durek Jesus is not coming back. Durek Jesus is not coming back. He's, he's gonna be. Business, he's gonna be taken in by this FIFA scandal. Yeah, I'm sure he's yeah, involved. Th- that guy, yeah. bro. he's Nigerian. Yeah, I, th- I think he's Nigerian. I think he's yeah. fucking dodge, bro. This Drag Jesus guy is a Nigerian. He's I, involved I'm, in this FIFA isn't scandal. Isn't it convenient he's how the gone. Safa press conference was at the same time? time yeah, that he exactly. Yeah. Mm. And I think I think I think he was the official supplier of Durags. Of Durags. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. To FIFA. Oh, and um, Sanchez's goal. Are we going to? Oh my God! Oh. Oh, I just jizzed. <laughs> you're going to run out of jizz oh, if yeah. you're not careful. Yeah. Never. How yeah. much jizz do you have? Yeah, man? like we have, we feel violated here, Jeez, man. man. Just, <laughs> I have so much jizz. So much just by lectures. <laughs> so much, so much. Yeah, he is. He, it was okay. It, it's getting missed. Wow, here. for you, I can, I can. I, you know what? Actually, that is a great Sanchez call, is the best signing of the season. Yeah. I, I hate to admit it, Agreed. and I, it is, but he's the best signing of the season cost, in the Premiership. Cost what? Thirty million. Thirty million. Thirty million. How much did Di, Ma- Di Maria cost? Fifty-seven. Fifty-nine point seven no, million. About pounds. thirty million too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, uh, man. You. Sorry, but, but next season, yeah, second season syndrome in reverse. He's gonna be on fire. Oh, never. And uh, you can quote that me is this. one of the best goals in FA Cup history. Yeah, Finals. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, you you cool. want a goal to go in like that in yeah. on, in but, off the underside of the post. But, but the crossbar is the best. But Shea given though. No, you know? it's that hair. He never has hair. Now yeah. it's it's costing. Yeah. And he's like sixty five. So yeah. you know, Just maybe. Ah oh, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. Oh, man. Yeah. And yeah. and his hairline is trash. And does Ozil <laughs> continue to be a god? Did you see oh. that nutmeg on cleverly? Oh my! Oh, you know who you're talking about? Tom Cleverly. Anyone can nutmeg him, guys. guys you guys are calling. I absolutely agree with you. No, emotion. you guys are calling Tom Cleverly the new Fabregas. I remember this from. <laughs> I, I will me. never. I, I will never. It was direct Jesus. David Moyes even said it. I remember this about Tom Cleverly, the new Fabregas. He scored a Maradona s goal at Come Newcastle on. once, Get the fuck and out maybe here, that huh? was for the next twenty minutes. But besides that, never. Get away, you. But, but also is, is a god, best ten in the world. Yeah, he's the best number ten in the world. He's the best number ten in the world. Yeah. Okay, no. tell us another number ten was better than no. Mesut Ozil. No. Yeah. Silence. Yeah. Has not a ten though. I'd play Isco. Isco's no. quality. What? Has not Isco ten, first guys. needs to get into Real Madrid starting lineup. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you play Modric at the ten as, as, as a ten as well. No. When, he, when he was at Spurs, I think he is on he's par. Not, when he when when he, when he does play as a ten, he, when he when he had Bale and guys. that Harry Redknapp side that was in the Champions League, he was, he was the number eight. He took, uh, yeah, I think Theo Mojo's fighting it. Eh? Oz, I think yeah. it is Ozil. stats speak for themselves. I'm not denying that. Ozil's quality. I just don't. We don't sleep. Wolves. Currently. <laughs> yes. he's, a, he's a wolf. He's a wolf. He's a wolf. We talk about currently. Yeah, yeah. Also hate, quality. I also hate to admit it, and I'm bored of speaking about Arsenal. Ozil's a wolf. So we're going to move on to some local football. Oh my gosh, how was that <sighs> press conference yesterday from Kaiser Chiefs? So, Chiefs are, so Stuart Baxter resigns. That was kind of expected. And they don't want to say where he's going, but everyone's saying that he's, he's in Turkey and mm. will probably um, coach a team somewhere in Turkey. Now, I don't think that's going to happen. The Safa technique. Didn't that guy like forge his credentials as well? And then. We're gonna. Get, we're gonna <laughs> yeah, I'm there's, gonna there's a lot of things. Why are you guys And then also, also coming out of that press conference is that Itumelenkune, Defumashaimaite, and Masango have all been shown the door because they were just demanding too much. I'm still not sure how much Kune was asking for, but Defu was asking for seven hundred thousand, and today it was revealed that Masango was asking for two hundred thousand. Mm, mm, I don't mm, think that's mm, too much mm. to ask for a club with the stature of seven hundred thousand. No, two hundred thousand. Yeah, two hundred thousand. It doesn't end there. In total, next season Kaiser Chiefs will not will be without eleven players that were yeah. there this season. They've been let go. That is. Does someone need to fire their their negotiating team? They need to hire. Isn't it Bobby Matawang? I think doesn't he handle everything? Yeah, Bobby Matawang. Bobby had a lot to do with these decisions, and also Bobby clashes a lot with players and coaches. And the fans as well. It's just a rep that he has. He's a megalomaniac, that man. mm. Megalomaniac. New Mm. word. Nice on the football show. Nice word. Thank you. Megalomaniac. So, do you think that how badly do you think this will affect Chiefs next season? And I mean, they've been doing really well under Stewart. I think squad. Uh, stability is an important thing in football. You can't run away from that. But uh, I think they're just going to go to the shit. Eh? Mm. But then yeah. South African football is pretty shit. I mean, it's it's tough to. I, I said it. Yeah, I said mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, think, I think everyone. I mean, in you the can world change an eleven and still win a league title <laughs> with like 
with the top goal scorer with 14 goals. 14 goals. Yeah. But I, I really don't see it happening for Chiefs next season. It's going yeah, to be it's too just many changes. too just, many changes. Yeah. yeah, but are they, who are they going to get? The team still needs to gel. They need to get players. They need to get a coach who understands them. It's not. Are they reserve not team players? I mean, some. Yeah, they, I, I mean, just yeah. just Agaga was a reserve yeah. team player, and I mean. He's kind of a But who's who's, who's who's this negotiator, man? I mean, you don't. <laughs> we, we need to find him, man. Because, I mean. Come on, like 11. It's it, like if you if you burn something on the stove, you don't burn down your entire house. Yeah. <laughs> 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 nose off despite your face. Yeah, like, it does yeah. not. What? Couldn't they get into like in a room and just? I'm pretty sure they could have and just fight it out. Yeah, like, let's beat each other first. But, but, and but the later. guy who asked for 700 though, come on, Kune. Yeah. Too ambitious. You don't, you don't think yeah. Kune no, guys, this I guy dates, a, uh, he dates supermodels. He dates hot girls like Mini Zamini. Yeah. He needs this financial <laughs> ship. He needs. He needs financial <laughs> ship. You can't be like you know walking around with Mini at all. Ceremonies without yeah. financial ship. He probably got his card declined once. He's like, you know what? That's it. That's it. I'm going in for a raise tomorrow. <laughs> and then, um, in some really devastating news, Morocco Solos have been relegated for the first time Ooh. in their 68-year PSL wow. career, if I can call it that. How big of a hit is this for Morocco Solos? I mean, they, they've already been struggling with sponsors for yeah. the past two seasons, and it's, so it's massive. Yeah, it, this is huge. I think because I mean, um, financially. Um, I think that's the biggest problem because now they'll have to sell players, mm. like the star players. Um, they won't, wouldn't be able to attract the sponsors they need. And also, it usually takes a while for a team to bounce back unless they yeah. have a good coach and can keep at least six out of the starting 11. But I think they're going to they're gonna struggle a bit. And, of course, there have been reports that Leon Prince, the owner, had been trying to sell Morocco Solos a little early on in the season with yeah. all the problems that they had. And that he was selling it too, like for too high a price. So what has happened, what happened then is that someone is saying that the players were motivated by whoever in management mm-hmm. to perform badly so that the price for Solos decreases. Goes down. And yes. apparently that those are some of the media reports that are coming that's out. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's it's not sort of fraud. It, 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 it is. Isn't this what I need to? They need. They need to arrest that. Whoever does. <laughs> <laughs> they need to arrest. I think <laughs> they just need to. Saps. <laughs> someone saps. called ten triple one. Can we get saps? Saps yeah. on the line. Yes. Saps. If it is true, it's it's uh, pretty serious allegations. Then Chipa also got relegated, but that's that happens yeah. all the time. Yeah. They yeah. Fire ten coaches a, a season. What what do you expect? To what about Little Tuva? Little Tuva. Yeah, no, they're they're they're. Little Tuva. The greatest name in South African football. football. Lito yeah. Dalituva. <laughs> <laughs> and then, okay, let's talk about Banyana Banyana, guys. They've been, oh my they've God. been incredible yeah. in, the, oh my in the Olympic God. Park. I, know I saw those goals. Those let's women. Yeah. Oh my Lord. Yeah. Slow clap for We have to. Well done. Well, well done. Yeah. Slow clap. They have Slow been clap. really impressive at the Olympic qualifiers, especially the game against Gabon. Those goals were just incredible. Mm, yeah, mm. I think South African women's football is incredibly. I mean, it's incredible. They it's, have, it's unlocked. They have, they have, yeah. they've, they've gone yes, they're unlocked. They're unlocked. Papa. It's expe- some exponential. Salam. The way they they rise has been, and I'm, I wouldn't be surprised Pusha if they make it into the World Cup quarterfinals. Yeah, yeah. no, they've been doing really well. No, they're good. Bro. And I'm just saying, like, with how Bafana performed just like what a week ago at the Kosafa Cup. A week ago. A week ago. It's, such a, <laughs> <laughs> it's such a huge contrast. <laughs> They didn't even score a goal. Yeah, not the even whole score a goal. Tournament. the whole tournament. But not guys, one goal. But guys, they, Namibia they, won Kosafa. They yes, even failed exactly. in the plate semi-final. So the losers semi-final, oh they still lost to more. Namibia won. But guys, <laughs> how do you how do you expect to perform <laughs> perform well after a long <laughs> night spent at Kong? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can only yeah. do so cut many them, tequila shots. Yeah, you know? cut them yeah. some you slack, you know. Cut them some slack. Cut them some slack. No, 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 no. Okay, just a reminder to. Call us on 0861 if you'd like to have a chat. Or you can tweet us at Football Show CC. Football is, uh, of course, with a PH. Or at CliffCentral.com, also on Twitter. You can use the hashtag TheFootballShow. Or you can comment on our Facebook page, The Football Show. And yeah, or you can also email us on the football show at cliffcentral.com. Now it's time for our time out. And today we're discussing the rise and fall of the faux Teflon Don septic bladder. So in our, in our pre-show prep, we usually sit down and have a little bit of a prep on what the show is going to be about. Yeah. And we were talking about how, uh, you know, how septic bladder is just 
Bulletproof. And then bulletproof. And then he resigns. Guys, pew, pew. bouncing off the yeah. bullet. I couldn't. You know, pew. it's Anti-climate. one of those moments. You you think you know where was I when mm. the dictator of Zurich. <laughs> the, dictator <laughs> of Zurich. <laughs> the man. I'm surprised he's not in some lair somewhere with a white cat over his arm, purring, mm-hmm. purring, and just thinking. Yes. Right. But also that I, that press conference was such a last it was, minute announcement. It was yeah, brief. It was. Yeah. There were only fifteen, 15. journalists there. 15 what the I mean, it's like yes. he just woke up that. After he knows, like, okay, you know what, I'm out. Nah, bro, that's what happens when shit hits the fan. Yeah. Yeah, like you're told, you're going to jail, baba. What yeah. is the link between the Safa letter and his resignation? Do you guys think there is a link? Well, I think there is a link. I mean, um, they, I think Jerome Falke came out the day, in the morning yesterday, and was talking about how there was no instruction from FIFA to, there was no instruction from FIFA to pay. Mm-hmm. There was no uh, directive or mandate, you know, um, what whatsoever. But, then Safa just said, oh, okay, here's the letter. Yeah, yeah. And they produced a letter from 2008, uh, Molefi Oliphant, uh, basically to the effect that, listen, we can't pay this money from Safa coffers. You need to make find a way <laughs> to get this it. money to Jack Warner. Yeah. Uh, but what, what do they call it? The cultural, cultural diaspora fund or whatever. Yeah. African yeah. diaspora. As, and that doesn't even what exist. What the hell is that? It doesn't I mean, even I exist. I understand it's, it's the, what it is, but I mean... What it doesn't even exist. There is no like cultural diaspora fund, and it's crazy it's 10 million dollars like oh yes yes let's uh, bribe this thing and get out of the way what is the consequences of Sep Lasser, septic bladder i apologize yes thank you his thank resignation you. uh from the game what what are the consequences going to be on world football and is it the dawn of a new era would you say in world football i think so mm-hmm. i think that um it was long overdue but what we also don't realize and i think that it's a very important aspect that a lot of people have missed from the fbi investigation yeah. is that this is an investigation that has spanned two decades. Mm. They've been investigating yeah. stuff from like Joao Havelange or whatever. Yeah. And essentially, Septic Bladder has been at the helm of FIFA since 1984 when he was Secretary General. So we forget that as well when we're talking about this. And we, we think he just came here in 98. This guy has been eating, guys. He has but also, been But also, like, look at it. it. It was so sudden. I think it's because he's dispensable now. Um, it's he, he he didn't get away with this for this long by himself. By himself, yeah. yeah. Like um, he's pr- I think he's just the face of this whole thing. Yeah. I want to know who are the guys behind him, because yeah. you you can't get away with this much fraud for like thirty years, and then all of a sudden one day you're like, all right, I'm, yeah, out. I'm out, guys. Yeah. I'm no, done. But, but it's systemic. I mean, if you look at like what Andrew Jennings was saying, you know, Sepp Blatter was made by Adidas. You know, Adi Rossler, all those guys. This thing goes so much deeper than we understand, guys. I mean, Coca-Cola, I, I don't want to lose my job. Yeah. <laughs> um, staying on that, who do you guys see replacing him? Who are the possible candidates? I think David Jill from Man United, the ex-Man ex- United. He'd be so brilliant he at the was, job. He's brilliant. He's, you know, he was, I think, head of the... Moses Chunga. He's above board. UEFA, he's Moses Chunga we, we, from we, Zimbabwe. We banned Zimbabwe to our <laughs> Moses Chunga. Moses Chunga would be a great administrator for football. He'd be, he'd be the clean... Sweeping broom that FIFA needs right now. Moses Chunga, Bambo. I think, I think we uh, the Swiss authorities just need to go into FIFA headquarters with with the batons. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe a bit of tear gas. You know, maybe scare these guys a little into confessing exactly what they've been doing for the last twenty years and destroying the game we love. Yeah. And okay. uh, after that, they can install David Jill. But also, guys, why are people shocked about this? No, we're, we're not no, shocked. We're not shocked. shocked. Yeah. Like, I don't I, think anyone's shocked. I, I think with. Because last, last week, okay, let's, let me ask this though. Is Blatter still a wolf? Because last week he was a wolf. Blatter on Friday was a wolf. Is, is is a, a, I feel is, like he's a bit of a quitter now. Is I he mean, a puppy now? No, Brian, I think he's been told, guy, shit's hitting the fan right now. What's the name? Domenico Scala, the guy who, the FIFA ethics committee guy, mm. who's basically running FIFA now, mm. who said, listen, he's on who actually weighed in and said he needs to go after all these allegations came out. So it's, he's not a wolf, bro. Yeah, he's no longer no a wolf. wolf. No. And also, uh, reports also are starting to come out that the FBI have turned their focus um, onto Bladder. Mm. Is 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 this what could have led to his resignation? Is that definitely, true? man? Yeah, and I think he's he. he in fact, I think that uh, the uh, Blatter's been working with the FBI for a long time now. Blatter, I think, yeah, I think for, for me, I think he's the one that sold out everyone else. <laughs> Guys, and then now the noose was tightening on him. It's so Chuck that, Blazer, you know, bro. Yeah, well, Chuck you, and you and, can't and, just and make up theories on this. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I. Why would everyone else in his organization go away and he's the one still standing? That's my thing. It's like, you know, look at the mafia, right? Um, Every time they indict people and whatnot, the boss rarely goes. Unless unless he's right-hand man. 
like snitches on him. Like, <laughs> but I think with like Blatter's situation, because it, it, I think he was also caught like off guard because if you remember, he sent a tweet out. Yeah. yeah. And like he was like, all right, come at me. That's he basically said, He said he wasn't yeah. going to yeah. resign. Yeah. And if he resigned, it would mean he has something, something to hide. Something too yeah. arrogant. And now right? it's really awkward. And, too and arrogant. Yeah, because I think they just took him in a room and told him, look, you're either going to resign or we're going to get you out of here. It's yeah. like when you make a girl pregnant and you say, no, nah, bro, I've, I've, I, I got a vasectomy. Yeah. And then she shows you like DNA tests. <laughs> Come at me. No, really? <laughs> That's a good analogy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're going to carry on the conversation. Our, our two guests are with us. We are joined on in the show by the smartest man in football, as I said, and all things uh, FIFA. He uh, is a Wits University. Um, he got his PhD at, on FIFA corruption. So he's going to be very helpful in this conversation. Dr. Chris McKayle is Michael's McMichael. Michaels, I apologize, is on Skype with us. And we're also welcoming Nike Football Africa's Head of Communications, Ms. Suris Kanaidu. She's in studio with us. Welcome, Nike. Yes. 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 yes, 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 yes. Okay, so it's Dr. Chris McMichaels with us. Welcome, Doctor. <laughs> Your surname is a tongue twister. I'm struggling. Michael, <laughs> I'm just going to call you. Can I just call you Dr. Chris? No, that's fine. Okay, perfect. Dr. Chris, what are your thoughts? And I mean, I know you've got many thoughts on this, I'm pretty sure. But let's first start with um, Sepp Blatter's resignation. How much of a shock was that? And what do you think the reasoning is behind it? Um, I don't know. It, I think um, probably it's a combination of two things. I think probably because the FBI is after him and they probably had something um, quite damning. And he's probably trying to like sort of minimize the personal damage to himself. But I think also probably in the FIFA institution itself, it's kind of a feeling of like, well, this guy in particular is seen as being this venal character, so you must get rid of him, you know? Mm. Which I think also, I mean, because that is like a very shady character as an individual. I think that's pretty clear. But I also think that um, as someone was just saying now, you know, it's much more like a systemic thing. So Mm. I think it's kind of maybe, you know, a question of kind of just throwing this guy under the bus at the moment. So, you know, it's kind of let the institution sort of perpetuate itself. But that's just my own personal theory. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Chris, uh, comment question here. Yes. Um, just wanted to find out from you, you know, like this speculation is rife that the letter from Safa or the letters between Safa and FIFA basically precipitated this uh, resignation. What are your thoughts on that? And do you think there's any merit to that? Um, okay, like, again, like, I'm not really, like, I haven't really, because, I mean, I did my PhD, like, about three years ago, yeah. uh, and I haven't, I've kind of been researching other stuff, so I haven't really been, you know, kind of keeping <laughs> up to date. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool. So I've been doing a lot of research in the last couple of days, but um, uh, just to, like, update myself. I think definitely that, um, I think that letter probably did um, kind of help. But I think also the thing with that letter, if you look at the, the actual copy that's been circulating yeah. in the media, um, the way it's kind of phrased, I think it's kind of indicative of how kind of FIFA and the World Cup sort of operates because yeah. it's not sort of directly give us a bribe, but yeah. it's just, you know, kind of within the general thing of all this money being sent, it's like, you know, we need it for the Africa diaspora. Which um, doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which doesn't exist. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's got, it's got to look above board. Yeah. You can't just come up there and say <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely. But in, I mean, in your research, what, 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 Dodgy things, dodgy dealings did you find when you were doing your PhD that were associated with FIFA? I mean, and there how, must be loads. And also, how long do have these investigations been going, if you have any idea? I mean, it, it probably take decades back. Well, okay, um, just two things. One is that um, with this current FBI investigation, I think it's been going on for several years. but um, And they, they're going back a couple decades, which is also when... Um, Sep, sort of, you know, so it kind of coincides with Sepp Ladder's kind of reign over FIFA. But... Um, also, I think what um, this current investigation, the big thing has been um, that Chuck Blazer. Mm. Yes, the snitch. Mm. The snitch. <laughs> That's um, his sort of like snitching and, you know, kind of like squealing to the feds, if you will, um, is been the sort of big kind of uh, motivator with this investigation. Because I think it's been kind of an open secret for a long time that FIFA has a lot of these kind of corrupt practices yeah. and i think this is just kind of confirmation of it because i mean um for example um dave zern who's a very good uh, u.s sports journalist he yeah. was compared he said like um you know fifa is basically known as a sort of enron of sport <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of like wildly sort of crooked multinational so it's almost but it's you know people you know you never assume that actually anything would be kind of done about it yeah. but then with with the fifa kind of corruption um i think there's two kind of levels of it one is this kind of stuff that's coming out now, you know, about the bribery 
and you know just particular malfeasance so people like Latter and Jack Warner and other <laughs> sorry that's our new favorite that's our new favorite word, word malfeasance sorry sorry carry yeah. on <laughs> <laughs> and then, so that's the one level of it, which is the kind of overtly illegal stuff. But then within it, it occurs in the context where um, the actual setup of FIFA, the sort of legal stuff they do, is the thing that um, is structurally really, really crooked. And that's because of the nature of how um, FIFA actually works, which is what they are basically run as a sort of NG, a sporting NGO mm. under Swiss law. But in practice, they're, you know, making the kind of money of a multinational sort of corporation. So it's just incredibly sort of ripe for abuse. And I think what happens is, is that, um, you know, and like if you look at that letter, for example, it's not, you know, sort of explicitly illegal, but it's clearly like a kind of corrupt arrangement that's, you know, protected by law Absolutely. and also the nature of World Cup bids and hosting and things like that. And that also is not just something that um, – FIFA is sort of, you know, uniquely corrupt. I think FIFA is the best way to kind of describe it. It's sort of a, a parasitic organization, which um, which a lot of governments and corporations are also, you know, kind of complicit in. And FIFA just managed to basically establish a racket where they sort of own <laughs> the brand of um, World Cup and of football. And then they just sort of capitalize off yeah. that in sort of legal and illegal ways. Okay, thank you very much, Dr. Chris. We really appreciate you you taking time out to shed some light on FIFA Gate. Thank you. Okay, so we need to be about to wrap up the sepsic data conversation. I just want to ask one more question. Um, Was he good for African football? He was good, I think, for developing nations in general. I think we, Africa benefited uh, the most in terms of Sepp Blatter's reign as terrible and horrifically, you know, disastrous as it's been. And, you know, it was co- as a complete, it was completely terrible. But what he did for Africa, he came in and he allowed, you know, as African nations and South American nations to have at least more representation in the World Cup and also more development money that goes to, you know, to developing pitches and things like that. But the problem there is for me is that the money that was given to CAF and uh, the, another dictator, Ma, Issa, Issa Hayatu, yeah. who's been there for God knows how long, uh, has, hasn't been given to development and it's got lost in the system. You know, uh, Maradona, who hates FIFA, Samuel <laughs> Eto'o uh, was at a stadium where he says he's still playing on the same pitch and this in the same conditions as he was when he was 16. So, I mean, what honestly is is he is going on with the funds that get to FIFA from uh, to CAF from from FIFA? So, I don't think it's been great for the World Cup, but development-wise, the money is being mispro- misappropriated. Okay. On that note, staying with development, I did mention earlier that we are joined by Nike Football Africa's head of communications, Sariska Naidu. Once again, thank you for joining us. Now, we know that Nike on its own does quite a bit for development all over the world. So if you can just tell us about the Nike Elite Performance Centers and, and the ethos. Nike has. So first of guys, thanks for having me here. Not a problem. Mm-hmm. Thanks for welcome. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, Russian. Mm-hmm. Um, Nike's footprints in uh, South African football, uh, um, you know, it's been around for the last 10 years or so, and it has been amazing in terms of what we've committed to with regards to development. So if you talk about uh, our development structures, um, back in 2010, we built the Nike Football Training Center that's in the heart of Soweto, and that really is the connector to the development of football in the country. Um, it's also the enablement tool. So we see a lot of young players, um, amateur players, who go in there and train weekly. Uh, leagues are hosted there. Mm. And then you have competitive tournaments, you know, whether it's the Discovery Camp or it's um, uh, any of the other tournaments that, that we host there. Um, it really is a great platform for young footballers to be identified and uh, to be nurtured into, into uh, professional teams. And what is the success rate? Are there some... Um big names that have come out of these centers that you can maybe mention? Of course. Uh, I think one of the, there's uh, so many boys that we're proud of. Mm. I think uh, the ones that stand out, uh, you all know Raya Peterson, who is a Kaiser Chiefs yes. goalkeeper. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Raya was part of the first uh, Nike Most Wanted. Back then it was called the Chance uh, Trial Program. And basically that was a roadshow that was hosted around the country. We identified all of these talented players and it's in collaboration with a lot of the le- legendary players. Sean Bartlett, Eric Tinkler, they were all kind 
kind of the head mm. coaches and scouts. And a number of players, I, if I remember correctly, it was about 45 Whoa. that were selected Jeez. from around yeah. the country. And uh, um, Rayad was joined by a couple other boys, Jonathan King um, and uh, two other players, Kaya and... Uh, um, he, he clearly players. didn't make yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't make a great impression. He wasn't because good enough. <laughs> wasn't good enough. <laughs> they, were, they were actually good enough because they are still playing in, in professional structures. Brilliant. But Rayad is one of those boys who went on to, to sign a contract with an elite team. Um, and the four boys actually went over to the UK, to the Nike Academy. Oh, wow. oh, and wow. that's where they competed against 16 other players from around the world. So the likes of the UK that were represented um, Southern, uh, Southern America from the US and they went against these boys, the top 100 into, uh, 45 and the top 16, including two of our youngsters were, were, uh, secured contracts. Wow, um, that's and they went on to play in the, in the Nike Academy in the UK mm-hmm. and, uh, they trialed with, uh, some of the in- English clubs there. Obviously had an opportunity, Rayo in particular had an opportunity to play for Shamrock Rovers in Ireland mm-hmm. and then came back to South Africa. Big team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's so. got to play uh, South African football and then obviously be capped in the national team before he can explore uh, greener pastures overseas. And he's probably going to do even better now with yeah. people like Dimitri Kuni, the right, number yeah. one coach at Kais Chiefs out of the way. You never know what. what this is an opportunity. Yeah. It's yeah. an opportunity, but I think it's also, you know, if you look at uh, the stature of Kune and uh, the development coaches within Kaiser Chiefs and then all of the clubs in, in South Africa, they really are committed to developing the, the youngsters. Mm. And at some point, they're all going to be given their moment to shine. So that's what, what, what identifying talent is, but also nurturing. That program of sustaining development yeah. in the country is so important. So let's say you're a 12-year-old boy who really wants to be a footballer one day. How do you get to the Nike Center? How do you get involved with them? The thing is, uh, you know, we focus on, on footballers between the ages of 16 and 19 in particular because this is when their development skills are pretty much honed and they identify with themselves okay. the positions they want to play and just how far they want to go. That's when football becomes really serious. Um, in terms of access to... Is it too late for me? <laughs> you I've got pace. 14? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pace to burn. <laughs> At Nike, we say if you have a body, you're an athlete. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Oh, I like that. I Thank like that. Thank you, Nike. <laughs> um, the football training center is open to everyone. Okay. So, you know, you've got to, you've got to be a part of a, an amateur or a professional team to actually access it. Um, because it really is about taking uh, uh, footballers that want to enhance their skills and their developments and putting them within a structure. So in, in Soweto itself, there's something like 20,000 youngsters that, that frequent that facility on a yearly basis. Wow. wow. There's a, I think it's 1,200 amateur clubs that belong to different leagues, and that's just Soweto alone. Yeah. So the demand for for football for playing at that at the highest level, which is a national mm. team, um, there's a lot of sifting that goes that, that goes on behind the scenes. But again, it's about finding those players, giving them the, the platform to expose themselves, and then to put them into the right programs. All right, we're going to move away from the football a little bit. What uh, right now? I know Nike are always working on some new product that's going to come out. Can you give us a hint on what the most cutting edge thing that's about to come through that we can look forward to. There's so many things. Mm. I think uh, if I may speak about our very recent launch we had over the weekend. So in Stanton City, okay. we have a Nike store um, and we've just opened the doors to the first ever Nike Women's Only. I actually saw yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, what do you think of it? It's stunning. I, I wish I'd been invited to the launch there. <laughs> Me too, me too. So, me yeah, what's the idea ahead. behind that? For the ladies. It really is about um, giving women, in particular in South Africa and within Johannesburg, an opportunity to uh, to get closer to understanding their fitness levels, but also being able to provide them with the right tools. And when we say the right tools, it's the same terminology we use in football, in any spo- uh, sporting code. You need the right gear. So it starts with, with the footwear if you're going for a run, whether it's a 5K or you're just wanting to run around the block or, you know, if you guys call it a jog, it's a, it's a run. <laughs> um, but it's about being able to service her and, and finding the right programming yeah. um, in terms of... <laughs> service her, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> How you take it. Um, but across across the Mild. properties of, of run, train and live, it, it's really servicing her uh, through <laughs> the lifestyle of sport because sport is something that she's doing, whether it's recreational yeah. or it's at a competitive level. We're there to help her. And I think what's quite unique about this store in particular 
particular is that it's a dedicated women's space and it is a fitness hub. So she walks in, she needs to find the right training gear um, and we have the right people to help her do that. So uh, things like uh, in, in the unique fitting room, uh, attention to detail, yeah. a bra fitting service. You would not believe how many women are training with the incorrect bra. Yeah, I know. So we, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we keep falling into this chat, <laughs> What about uh, you guys are paying Kate, attention Kate, to all the wrong Caitlin things. Jenner. Do you, do you guys have a room would for her? Would you guys have a nice uh, bra nice for her? For Caitlin. We have a bra that fits everyone. Oh, <laughs> there, we go. there we go. Okay. And just on a lighter note, um, you can tell us. It's, it's a safe place. Yeah. You're in our bubble. When you, go, you, home when you go home at night, do you only do you wear, wear Nike? Or, or do you wear Adidas? No. Do you have Adidas? I'm a Nike girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Loyal. Always, Loyal. Yeah, my first, Loyal. My first pair of sneakers that I'd saved up all my money for, this is like when I was 15, 16 years old. Yeah. Um, holiday money, weekend money, and uh, eventually managed to get my first pair of Nike. So that was so. Like this is a dream ago. job for you. Yeah, yeah. also, I also have a question because um, I was I've been trying to get in contact with Nike for years now, <laughs> and I want to know what do I need to do to be a brand ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the number: oh eight hundred five five five. It's a real number. <laughs> I was I was gonna he call was it. I was, I was gonna call it. So Nike, thank you so much for coming through and speaking to us. I know you have a very busy schedule, so we really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Oh, Thanks very much. Yeah. That was the head of communications at Nike Football Africa, Sirius Ganaidu. Yes. Yes. Okay. It is now time for us to go to our laundromat. Yes. 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 No, we don't have much time. We've really dragged it out today, yeah. uh-huh. um, which is actually quite con- interesting we can, considering we can just there hasn't the, been much football. The important ones. Guys, let's talk about Caitlyn Jenner. She's a winner. First of all, yes, we know she's yeah. a winner. We all mm. agree, right? She's yeah. a winner. But how shit does Chris Jenner feel yeah. that her husband is now sexier than she is? Oh, man. You know, that's what happens when your surgeon only knows how to do one face. <laughs> that is exactly what, what happened when your surgeon only knows how to do one face. Look at the whole family. They okay. all look Okay, the well, they're family. But mm. they, they only know how to do one face. <laughs> the surgeon They're only kind knows. Of but, to yeah. but, but I think the real winner here is the Kardashian family surgeon. Yeah. 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 He's, he's a wolf. He's a wolf. He's that's a wolf. wolf. Yeah, that's he's a, a wolf. I was, I was actually reading somewhere that um, the Kardashian girls have managed to turn Scott Disick into an alcoholic, mm. Lamar Odom into a crackhead, crackhead. and uh, Bruce into a woman. What's next for <laughs> Kanye? Kanye, Kanye is What's screwed. going to happen to Kanye? Yeah. Please leave Kanye alone. Yeah. No, Kanye is a, he's a god. Kanye's a god, away. but he's, look at where he's going. Yeah. No, nothing going can touch this He's going to start wearing skirts next. You know, he's we don't have He's done already. He's worn skirts already. He's, he's been, been wearing No, skirts. women's skirts, not like, you know, Scottish kilts and things like that. But that's swag, though. That's swag. We're going to touch on all our laundry. Uh, Listen to the referee. Sorry. Sorry. Um, then there was the Rangers versus Motherwell brawl. Who saw that? Yeah, that was just just Scottish football, normal Scottish <laughs> Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Just, yeah. you know, eleven versus eleven. You know, so kicking just each other. Just, uh, just another another day yeah, for Scots. Day so winners or losers? think they win. They're, they're winners. winners. If they're sticking to the normal ritual, then they like win. If they were the only team to do it, then they're losers. So they're wolves. I think they're I think wolves. They're wolves. Yeah. Okay. They're wolves. Okay. They're wolves, I, I can tell you who aren't wolves. Push up, papa. I can tell you who aren't wolves, guys. Leicester City players, a bunch of Leicester City players, I think three of them, were caught having a sex orgy with some Thai prostitutes. And not only that, they were Thai prostitutes, but it was a racist sex. There were no condoms. And there were no condoms. There was nothing, not a single condom at all. Prostitutes to no be condoms. seen between no. them. At least they could have shared one. One, no but condoms. not even, not <laughs> even sharing. And now they're calling these poor Thai uh, prostitutes split eyes. Yay, split eye. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, what kind of gods? Op- you don't I, don't, love I don't understand what kind of. I mean, true. This but is racist prosper. Racist prosper. We know this now. Yeah, racist prosper. Mm-hmm. Let's name them. One of the guys was was what Nigel Pearson's son. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah. the coach's yeah. son. Louis Suarez, another one. Another yeah. Luis Suarez, basically. Nah, bro. Watch, watch this guy make it and uh, become Chelsea's next captain. Yeah, five easily. <laughs> Fitting. Okay, then moving on. There was a naked guy at a naked bike ride. Where did this happen? I'm not sure. I think it's in Edinburgh. Or yeah, in Edinburgh. 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 He was he was basically kicked out of the race because. He got a bit of a stiffy. Hate, hate is a guy. Hate is gonna hate. Hate is gonna hate. Before the race. Before the, I mean, suppose the cops went there. Sorry, sir. Could you put your jeans on, please? 
Please put your jeans on. Your stonker is just too big. <laughs> your stonker! <laughs> put no, that stonker away, sir. But the logic is flawed, though. Because, I mean, I'm a naked guy. I see bad bitches. Of course I'm going to get hard. Then you give me a That's stiff exactly punishment. What you I give said. me a stiff punishment. I just keep thinking, no. you can't be the only guy there that was hard. Mm. I mean, guys, I mean, you're, you're sitting in lectures. You just go, like, oh, jeez, okay. Yeah. How the hell did that happen? Now you're seeing sometimes, naked women. Sometimes I wake up and I've got a hard on. It's just it's life. It's just a normal and then everyday you, thing. And then the guy got a stiff punishment. Guys, okay, we all agree that he does not deserve that job. But he's a fraud. Isn't he just a wolf for fooling the real the real, Yeah, people? he's a wolf. No, no, he's, he's not a, a he's not a wolf because Florentino Perez is an idiot. You know? Florentino <laughs> Perez is a wolf. He keeps uh, winning, bro. How Perez does he keep getting reelected? Yeah. He went away. Ramon Calderon was there yeah. for like how many, however many years. He's the one actually brought in Cristiano. Florentino yeah. came back. Bam! Like everyone he's, now thinks that but, he brought in Cristiano. He's a wolf. Like, I mean, won the Liga title in six years. They spent what five hundred million pounds. I think it's over 800 the last million. 800 million. Sorry, I over the last. It's ridiculous. I okay. Think all right. All right. Okay. okay. Another person in our laundromat. The American tourist who got charred by a lion at the lion park. Oh. Guys. Justice for lions. Justice for lions. Justice for lions. Justice for lions. Hashtag. 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 was asking for it. What did the lion do wrong in this scenario? The lion did what lions do. Exactly. Yeah. The lion went lion. The lion went lion, bro. Full enough. on lion. And let's talk about being in the lion park <laughs> with your windows down. Yeah. Let's talk about. No one talks about that. In fact. The lion went half lion. I mean, because yeah. you didn't, didn't even need to put on his superpowers. Mm-hmm. The windows open, like, oh, okay, I'll just grab me some of this. It's like going on Greston Drive with your iPhone 6 and having the window open. <laughs> You're going to get it snatched. Yes, bro. You're going to get it snatched. It's going to go. And also, like, it doesn't this, this park have a history of lions, like, opening car doors? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. The lions, <laughs> the the lions are getting clever and clever. Okay, guys, I'm going to wrap up the laundromat. I can't leave this out. Yeah. Right. A few weeks ago, we spoke about the Algerian Premier League, where we said that um, it was uh, going towards the business end and that all 16 teams in the league could either get relegated or someone could win. Like, it, it was anyone's game. All well, 16 teams. how is this? Wonder never ceases. The top scoring team, El Ulma, I think they're called, they were relegated. <laughs> they the scored, top yeah. scoring team were relegated. They scored three more goals than the team that won the championship. Oh, but they got relegated. No, I think I think this this is part I of think the La Liga I think this needs to FIFA take a part of this FIFA yeah. scandal. You okay, know? but I really <laughs> want to do the shootout. Okay, can we, we really do the shootout? We're gonna right. do the shootout Let's really go. quickly because our gods have been looking forward to this point. We're doing a, a um, if football managers were dictators kind of <laughs> scenario. So I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna discuss it with each god just so we can make it faster because yeah. we literally don't have any time. Yeah. Let's go with Florentino P- Perez. Comrade question, who is he and why? Quickly. Joseph Stalin, he keeps jettisoning people to like gulags and like like his purges are like Stalinist purges. Joseph Stalin, Florentino Perez. Theo Mojo, Sir Alex Ferguson is who? Sir Alex is Kenneth Kaunda. <laughs> presided over a glorious nation through, you know, a revolution and then, you know, didn't want to give up power, but you know, willingly stepped down. To and be left the it shit for benevolent the leader that he is, yeah. and left it for shit to Jean whoever Math- else was left. Jean Matthews, Arsene Wenger. Arsene Wenger is Robert Mugabe, because <laughs> <laughs> at least you're not Zimbabwe. I did okay. not say that. I don't even know who this guy is. But I, I want to go to Zimbabwe, so I'm not going to slander Robert Mugabe. But so he you're just going to stop yes. there. Yes. I feel I'm like Arsene Wenger is a mixture of Robert Mugabe and Hosni, Hosni Mubarak. So maybe like Hosni Mugabe. Yes, <laughs> because yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to comrade question, Sam Allardyce. Idi Amin. Why? Comical dictator. He doesn't know what it's like to be a serious dictator, pretending to be the last king of Scotland. Nah, bro. Eating that. human beings Eating human beings. Yeah. And, lastly, and they have the, the same body. And lastly, Pep Guardiola. Uh, Kwame Nkrumah, you know, and a like man beyond his time. Yes. You know, like mm. a visionary. Yes. Who was b- going to bring Africa out of the colonialism into the new world. And... It's Pep Guardiola because he's amazing. And he's a god. Thank you so much, God. It's been an absolutely wonderful show. Remember, this is the football show. Be kind to strippers and may the swag be with you. Goodbye, Sepp Batter.